What's up, everyone? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ, and it's time for After Hour Tea. Welcome back, everybody, to After Hour Tea. Today, I'm going to begin with Beverly Hills. Um, I believe um, this article came out, um, or it's an interview that um, Garcelle Sutton and Crystal did. I believe this came out last week. Um, Garcelle Sutton and Crystal did an interview with the Los Angeles Times, and um, the article's headline read, We Could Be Implicated. Um, Now, Erica, as you could imagine, was not very happy with her co-stars about this. Um, They basically sat down and discussed how Erica and um, Tom's alleged crimes affected the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and not surprisingly, Erica was less than thrilled by all of it. Um, Erica called the claims pure fiction on Twitter and clapped back further when one fan quipped, you didn't even read the article and it shows. Um, and Erica responded to that by saying, honey, I'm the lead. We could be implicated. No, you can't. Period. Um, so let's dive into what Sutton, Garcelle, and Crystal actually said that pissed off Erica. Um, Sutton said first about the hearing between Erica and Tom She said, I immediately felt sorry for her because divorce is hard and they have been married for so long. I was married for 17 years and they were married for 20 years and it's sad. Divorce is sad. And I don't think any of us exactly knew why. You just instantly start going through your mind. I wonder what happened here for her to do that. Crystal added saying, I go into like a self-absorbed place because I'm like, okay, I'm brand new. The other girl with a big age gap in her marriage is getting divorced. Why am I here? I don't want that. I'm not here to get divorced. I'm here to show my family in a positive light. You hear the stories of, you you hear the stories of it's the curse, right? I was like, oh my God, this is just designed to be this tornado of negativity. I didn't know if we should continue because that really scared me. Um, all three agree that the season shifted entirely once the Los Angeles Times article came out about Erica and Tom, which detailed the alleged crimes. Um, Crystal said, I read it and thought, now this season is going to be about this woman's husband goes to prison. Production told us about the article. We didn't know about it because we were still at the hotel and they were at the house. So production's like, I need you guys to open your text. Um, The ladies did admit that they all had questions about the allegations against Tom and Erica, but never even thought about halting production on season 11 to get the answers that they wanted from Erica. Um... Garcelle noted, we never thought about stopping production. We can't. That's out of our hands. Sutton also said, when I left Kyle's house in La Quinta, my first call was to production. When I read the article the fourth time, I got concerned because we were hearing stories from one side. And I was like, are we going to keep hearing stories on camera? Do we need an attorney to kind of help us guide us through filming? That was really my biggest question. And they said, this is such a great question. Why don't you get the girls together? Um, She continued by saying, I'm a very private person and I got freaked out. Garcelle said, and then you called me and I was like, oh my God, I never thought about that. We could be implicated. And when asked if they expected um, Erica to address any of her situation on camera, Crystal basically said, I don't know her well enough that she would tell me off, tell me anything off camera. I just take people at face value. So I just kept believing it. And then she's talking about Alzheimer's and I just keep, I just kept crying because it Um, I kept connecting to that. It's so beyond comprehension to me that people would know or be involved. So when you tell me that, I assume that it's like, oh, your husband did this. I just always assume that it was just him. Her stories were wacky, though. 
Um, so that's basically like the good stuff from the Los Angeles Times article or interview that Crystal Sutton and Garcelle did. Personally, I don't find anything bad about that. I think that they're just kind of explaining what their concerns were going into the season. I, I really don't understand why Erica is getting so defensive of the fact that they're very confused as to how they should proceed. I mean, do they just sit back? I mean, they're all involved in it somehow, really, because Erica is a big part of Beverly Hills. And I don't know. I don't think that, you know, it's really that, like, crazy that they should think that they need to maybe consult with an attorney. I don't really think it's that crazy. That's my opinion. So moving on from that, um, another topic that came up at the reunion first part was... Lisa Rinna's relationship with Denise. Um, now, recently, Dorit um, made an appearance on Watch What Happens Live where she revealed that she agrees with Garcelle and thinks Lisa does owe Denise an apology. Um, on the season 11 finale of Beverly Hills, Garcelle did approach Lisa to say that she would like to see her reach out to Denise at some point. Lisa noted that she hoped that she and Denise could eventually sit down and work through their issues. However, she said she is waiting for the right time to present itself. Um, in her confessional, Lisa added that she thinks it can happen when it feels organic and natural. Um, and then on October 6th episode of Watch What Happens Live, Dorit shared her opinion on the subject saying, I do think Lisa Rinna owes Denise an apology. I think she went too harsh. I think she acknowledges that. I don't think she has an issue apologizing to her. They just haven't seen one another. Um, and in September, Lisa did admit that she regrets how she treated Denise and admits she was too hard on her during season 10. She said, I don't like my behavior and how I treated her. I was mean and I was cruel. I was too cruel. I absolutely was. And I would like to atone for that. I think it's great that she's admitting it now, but I just don't know when she's going to be able to, you know, I don't see, I don't see a reconciliation really in the near future. So I guess we'll kind of have to wait and see. If Denise were to come back on the show, though, Lisa would, I, I feel that Lisa would make it right just for the show. That's my opinion. So moving on from that, um, just this past Wednesday, lawyers involved in one of the many, many lawsuits against Erica and Tom have subpoenaed Bravo producers. And I did post this on my Instagram. So basically, if you don't know what this means, the lawyers are demanding that the network turn over Erica's unaired footage from Beverly Hills this past season um, and quite possibly earlier seasons. So attorney Jay Edelson told Fox News that he thinks Bravo has footage of Erica that directly relates to the lawsuit he has filed against her. Um, he specifically said, we believe that Bravo has hundreds of hours of unaired footage as well as documentary evidence which directly relates to this case. So far, Bravo has chosen to use the Girardi embezzlement scandal to increase ratings and make significant money for itself. The victims have had to endure watching the... Um, Real Housewives cast do things like eat caviar pie and drink specially made vodka served by white glove staff as they pay lip service to the lives Tom has ruined. The victims have watched Erica cry crocodile tears as she is forced to move into a $10,000 a month apartment while she and her glam squad parade around in a lifestyle few of us will ever know. Um, on the other hand, Erica's lawyer Evan Borges admitted to Fox News that he hadn't yet seen the subpoena. However, he called Edelson's move a fishing expedition. Uh, he specifically said in a statement, The subpoena sounds like a fishing expedition or desperation move if it is directed at Erica. I keep explaining that there is no hidden treasure, which we have supported by providing counsel for the bankruptcy trustee with all relevant bank account and financial information in Erica's possession. There's only a small amount of additional information that I need to provide to the trustee, which, along with everything else we provided, shows that Erica's divorce filing was for legitimate reasons and she has been trying to make it on her own. 
Um, I mean, if that's what her lawyer's saying, then that's what we kind of have to go by. I think it's not wrong for, you know, this lawyer, I don't know who he's representing, Jay Edelson, um, to subpoena Bravo. I mean, honestly, Bravo has so much footage and she might have said something that, you know, could be worth noting in a case or whatever. I mean, it's not unheard of for that to be something that they are interested in doing, but I don't know. I I truly hope for Erica's sake that they don't find anything on there that would convict her of any of these crimes that they're claiming that she has done. Also, some more interesting news on Erica. Um, she may claim to have $0 in her bank account. However, she reportedly pulled in 600000 for season 11 of Beverly Hills. So according to OK Magazine, Andy gave Erica a raise when her personal life began dominating headlines and became the main storyline on Beverly Hills. Um, the cameras were already rolling for season 11 when Erica filed for divorce. Um, from Tom, but out of nowhere, weeks later, Tom's alleged involvement in an embezzlement and fraud scheme came to light. Um, months later, it was revealed that Erica's businesses received more than $20 million from Tom's businesses. We all know this. Um, so this information about Erica's salary came to light after she claimed to be flat broke on a recent episode of Beverly Hills. Um, she said, I'm out here rebuilding my life, but girl, I have zero dollars. Um, and that was during their trip to La Jolla in San Diego. Um, she also said, and by the time those trustees are done with Girardi, there'll be nothing. So I walk out of this with nothing. Um, yeah, this is, um, I think that that's a pretty good amount of money. So I'm sure she'll get an even bigger pay raise, um, which I will get into in just a minute because there is further information about her pay. However, before we get into that, um, I have a recent interview that Kyle did with Pedestrian where she reveals that she will eventually have to walk away from Beverly Hills. She added that her future on the franchise hasn't been brought up yet, even though filming for season 12 begins in a matter of weeks. Um, specifically, she said, every year I think, oh, it's a given, but you kind of wait and see how you feel. And then, you know, they start bringing it up again to see where your head's at. I've been here a long time. The interviewer then notes that Kyle's the queen of Beverly Hills and she replies, well, eventually I'm going to have to walk away. She then hints, I don't know yet. We'll see. It's safe to say that Kyle's place within the Beverly Hills cast is secure considering her role in the drama that will play out during the four-part season 11 reunion. Um, I personally just can't picture Beverly Hills without Kyle. Like, I mean, I said that about Vanderpump and I know Vanderpump, I kind of just used to not having her there anymore, but... Um, I don't know, like, it's, I just don't picture her not on the show. It's kind of crazy. So I kind of hope that she continues. Um, but I mean, hopefully she's not going anywhere anytime soon. So I don't have a solid number yet. However, um, the drama seems to be paying off in spades for Erica. Um, so she's reportedly getting a major pay raise for season 12. Um, and this is an insider who spoke with Us Weekly who said it's going to be much more next season, um, co considering that she is the sole focus of this past season. The ratings were off the charts because of her storyline and what she's exposed. What she's dealing with regarding Tom and the court is not over yet, so you can only imagine what next season is going to bring. Um, so as I said earlier, Erica reportedly earned $600,000 for season 11. And according to the source, there's no question that Erica is going to demand a higher paycheck if she returns for another season after being put through the ringer and following producers orders. <laughs> I'm not surprised there. And I hope that the negotiations go well, because sometimes if you ask for too much money, um, 
it might not go well for her. I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. But I did think it was interesting that she made $600,000. That's a lot of money. <laughs> and to close off with Beverly Hills, um, if you're expecting the ladies at Beverly Hills to go easy on Erica uh, at, during this season 11 reunion, you can think again. Because <laughs> in a new interview with Hollywood Life, Kyle revealed that the Beverly Hills cast had to go in hard on Erica at the season 11 reunion, no matter how awkward or uncomfortable it got. Um, Kyle confessed saying, I think the fact that it's four parts speaks volumes. A lot of questions get answered. Andy really had to go hard on Erica. We had to, uh, we all knew we had to, even at times it was very uncomfortable. It's always awkward, but even sometimes I was like, oh my gosh, this is really awkward. Kyle did admit that it was uncomfortable to confront Erica about her divorce from Tom and the allegations of embezzlement and fraud that currently face, um, uh, both of them. However, she assures fans that they will be very satisfied with what is revealed over the next three parts of the reunion. She said, otherwise they wouldn't have been able to make four episodes. Um, Kyle's comments on the rumors that production on season 12 is set to begin at the end of the month. While Bravo has yet to confirm who's returning for season 12, Kyle did tease her own fate while also clarifying recent headlines about her walking away. Um, She said... All good things have to come to an end. I don't know when that time's going to be, but when it does come to an end, I will be extremely sad. These people are my family. Then the headline is Kyle will walk away. I didn't say that I'm walking away right now. We haven't signed any contracts for yet for season 12, but we'll see. So moving on from Beverly Hills, I just have a few quick things to share with Potomac. Um, Giselle isn't siding with Candace amid her budding feud with, um, newbie Mia. So, um, on a recent episode of Watch What Happens Live, Giselle appeared on, she revealed that she, um, is not siding with, sorry, hold on. Um, she's siding with Mia and not with Candace following the fight, following their fight on this past week's episode of the show. Um, Andy asked her thoughts on the great salad toss of great Chesapeake Bay, Mia throwing the salad at Candace. Um, and he said, I'm sure you're glad you were not in the kitchen. And Giselle said, so happy when I got there and heard about the salad. I'm just happy. I wasn't there. Um, Andy asked, do you have a side now that you've seen how this happened? How do you feel? And Giselle admitted, I got to pick Mia on this. She added, I love Candace to death, but her mouth is a garbage can. Like her mouth is horrible. Uh, while Giselle and co-star Karen rarely agree on anything, they did agree on one thing following Sunday's episode of Potomac. Candace was in the wrong. Um, Karen made it clear on Twitter that she's Team Mia in this instance. She also thanked Wendy for standing up for Mia amid the bullying. Um, she said, thank you at Wendy gang- for um, ganging up on anyone is not acceptable. Thank you for stopping unnecessary bullying at, at Miss Mia Thornton. Um... Meanwhile, Candace isn't a fan of everyone being Team Mia. She shared on Twitter that she's no longer being fooled by some of her co-stars' fake support. Her tweet read, Just when I consider blocking my coworkers, I am reminded that it is a good thing to bear witness with my own two eyes when I'm being sold up the river. Fooled me once, that was it. Um, I do have to say I was definitely on... um, I I have to say I was on Mia's side just because... um, Well, I I understand why Candace was frustrated, but... um, her, her mouth, the way she communicates is just really, and when I say she, I mean Candace, she's just not a really good communicator. Um, and I mean, who says that? Like, your mom is low budget. I mean, come on, like, just say that was rude. You shouldn't have said, like, you don't have to say your mom. I mean, I feel like that's what, like, what teenagers say. Like, your mama is this, your mama is that. Like, that's just stupid that she said that. Um, so I don't think that, that was right for her, given Mia's, you know, and I... 
even after that, she didn't apologize for her, even when she started realizing, oh, I didn't realize that her relationship with her mom is fractured. She still didn't apologize. I don't think that she has an apology bone in her body. So, yeah. So, lastly with Potomac, um, back in July, um, Nicki Minaj said on Twitter that she wanted to host the Potomac's season six reunion. Um, in lieu of uh, Andy Cohen, months later, um, Nikki's wish came true when she showed up on the set of the season six reunion where she took over the hosting duties for a portion of the day. Um, a source spoke with Hollywood Life and said that Nikki came hard for Potomac star Candace um, and read her and said it was an epic moment. Giselle Bryant also teased on social media that Nikki's surprise appearance was fire. However, it turns out that the ladies had no idea that Nikki would be popping up until she walked into the room that day. Um, the source said Nikki showed up around 9.15 p.m. and none of the ladies knew... Sorry, that's my dog's toy. <laughs> none of the ladies knew she was there. They were so shocked when she walked out. They knew it was a possibility, but her appearance was saved for the very end as a total surprise. And it turns out that Nikki did her research before taking over hosting duties for the reunion. She reportedly enlisted the help of her fans, including one fan who she affectionately calls the Barbs, for some hard-hitting questions. She asked the ladies three or four questions that were sent to her from the Barbs into her DMs off social media. Um, after the above report made headlines, Nikki, Nikki confirmed that she she did go hard for Candace at the reunion. Um she said, I saw something that said I went hard on Candace. Yes, I think I went hard on everybody equally. They're tough girls on that show. She also continued by saying, I normally know who I can be like that with, and I can tell they're tough enough to allow me to be tough on them. I went for the jugular with them, not in a bad way. I just know if I went there and didn't ask about the shit my fans want to know, they're going to look at me crazy like, why the fuck did you go there if you weren't really going to get into some things? I had to get into some things. You guys are going to be thoroughly entertained. If you haven't been binge watching the season, go. It's one for the books. I'm not trying to be funny. It's iconic, and you're going to love it. The women were all so very charming in person. I could see why they got chosen to be on the show. I, for one, am completely floored that they got Nikki to show up at the Bravo Potomac reunion. I mean, this is just going to be so good for the Potomac ratings. Um, and if you're not watching Potomac, why are you not watching Potomac? It's a great show. You need to watch it. I promise you won't be disappointed. <laughs> Listen to Nikki. So I will close off with Salt Lake City. I don't have much, but I do have an interview that Lisa Barlow did with Page Six. Um, she compared the alleged crimes of Erica to those of her co-star Jen Shaw in a new interview. Um, she calls out both alleged crimes equally horrible. Um, she says, just from what I've seen in the episodes of Beverly Hills that I've watched, it's crazy. I think it's crazy. Um, she went on to add that, like many Bravo fans, she was floored by Erica's wild stories involving Tom. Throughout season 11, Erica told some tales about hospital visits, burglars, car wrecks, whatever. Um, she said, the stories that are being told, it's a lot. I can't keep up and maybe it's in the Sagittarius, and maybe it's the Sagittarius in me, but I'm like, uh, it's not really any of my business. They're both rough. The victims, if they're, the victims, if there's guilt involved, it's a horrific thing. Lisa also said that she will 100% side with the victims if Jen is found guilty. She said, this is where I might be controversial. I believe in due process. After what our country has gone through over the last two years, amid calls for social justice, we cannot presume people are guilty and then they have to presume themselves innocent. We have to see how things pan out when she starts trial and let the judge and jury come to a verdict before we all do. I completely agree with Lisa. However, there's a lot of confusing information and I just feel almost as though we can start to kind of draw our own conclusions based on all of this information.
But I agree with her. I do think that we should wait. So I guess we'll have to wait and see. Well, my friends, we have reached the end of After Hour Tea. I hope you enjoyed it. Sorry for my dog. She is just having a wonderful time with her little toy over here. Um, here is your Flash filming update. Atlanta has begun filming for their upcoming season. Beverly Hills is set to begin filming um, that by the end of this month, and we are getting a four-part reunion, so there is three more parts to go. Um, Real Housewives of Miami will be airing probably later this fall or possibly in early 2022. I just know that it's going to be on Peacock. Um, New York, there is no update so far. I think they're going to be on a hiatus for a while. Orange County is currently still filming. Um, New Jersey has finished filming and should air sometime in 2022. It actually got pushed back. Orange County will probably air... Um, sometime this year. I've heard that it's a pretty big revamp, so they're trying to get it out by the end of this year. Um, Potomac is still airing on Sundays, and Salt Lake City is still airing on Sundays, and Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Season 1 will be airing on November 18th, um, which I'm sure you've seen on my Instagram. So um, that is your Flash Filming update, so thank you guys so much for tuning in. <laughs> my dog with that toy. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes arrive. If you have any news to share, feel free to message me so I can talk about all your favorite tea. Follow me on Instagram at AJ Jafari for updates on the podcast and the latest news regarding all things Housewives. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. AJ.